Yeah. Okay. Uh, first unsolicited comment of the evening. Clearly, you need people to watch your live stream. Clearly. Clearly. I mean, he's both not wrong and wrong because it's kind of dickish. Do it anyway. Yeah. There's nothing to watch. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, there can be. Want to watch little people run around while you play your one game? Uh, no. I uh, I have found that having that on fucks with the audio. Oh. Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's something Steam is hijacking. Oh, okay. But whenever I have that running and I'm trying to do audio for the show because I've done it plenty of times. Uh, everybody just gets blown out, uh, and everybody sounds off. Like, bizarrely yeah. amplified. I don't like that. Probably because you're getting blown. Maybe. Uh, and so... If only. So as it happens, uh, if I let it run too long, uh, the PlayStation Remote Play causes everything to just absolutely freak the fuck out uh, as we established a couple months ago with uh, the D&D the &D recording the, the night yeah. of the mini wig outs uh, but so long as I'm not doing that and I'm only running one of the two uh, it lets me run the PlayStation Play without doing anything weird to the audio cool oh Guess I'll fire something first, up. First PS5 boom signal acquired. Yay! Nice. It's shock. Ooh. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, if only you could reroll uh, elements. I'm actually going to rerun. So I tried farming the dedicated drop the guy out on necrotefeo yeah in an, in an hour now mind you i don't i don't have like full gaming pc load times but it's pretty close uh in an hour i saw three sickles total or uh i can see a sickle every six minutes running the true trial. So I'm, I'm just going to run the true trial. <sighs> so did anybody watch anything fun? Did they watch oh, I watched Black Mirror because... The new season came out. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Uh, like six episodes, maybe? Five or six? Okay. They're not like Bandersnatch, right? No. They're full, like, I mean, they're like, you know, 52-minute episodes like they were okay. previously. Well, the only reason I have an issue with Bandersnatch is because uh, playing Netflix through my Roku on my TV, I could not watch Bandersnatch on my TV and i i guess this is this is my come to boomer moment because i don't like watching tv on my phone on your phone yeah i don't like it either um 
So, like, I no, guess it that was a that was a one off. Like, unless I'm at work, that wasn't like they had other seasons after that where they did not do that. That was just literally a one off. I've not seen any new Black Mirror come out since then. Um. I thought the one that had like Miley Cyrus in it was Yeah, there's been a full season that. since then. Hmm. I'll have to go back and check and make sure I watch that thing. I mean the I... season's like five episodes normally, six episodes, so yeah. You know, so whatever, but... maybe I did watch it and just didn't realize. Could be. Yeah. But I you did like tune to your American tastes of twenty two episodes. No, no, I hate twenty two episode seasons. That was... I mean, I'm fine with six episodes. I just wish there were more of them because they are always all good. Right, right. Like, some of it is, like, borderline just crazy blown-out Twilight Zone type stuff, and some of it's, like, the best one, or, well, the one that I think people are going to talk about the most was um, Joan is Awful, where she figures out that there's a Netflix show about her. Oh. That they're generating in real time with AI and CGI faces because she's played by um, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name but basically the joke was that that person licensed their face and then they just use their face to um, create CGI AI content that generates what's happening like in near real time. Jesus. And so the show is just whatever, like, because at some point she realizes it's on and then she goes crazy, like, screaming at people. And when she walks back into the house, the TV is on showing her screaming at people. Like, oh. And, like, there's more stuff behind it, but that's. Okay. Like, the trailer, that's the premise, but it's just. It's Blackbeard. It's good. Sweet. I mean,. My favorite Black Mirror episode I that I've seen is still, I believe, the first episode with the uh, drone bees. Um, I don't know what the first. I don't remember. Did that have that? Didn't show them out of order or like in different orders at some point? Did it? I or, don't know. Cause the first one that I think, like when it restarted the season, it went back to the one where the guys in an accident and they have an AI version of them. Oh, yeah. So that was showing as the first episode for me. Hmm. And then it moved on to the pig fucking. <laughs> okay. Pig fucking was first for me. That was the first episode I ever saw. See, I remember that being first for me too, but that's not the one that it showed when it restarted the season. So, so it might I... have had a different order. I think pig fucking is the drone bees, right? No. Pig, no? Pig fucking is the prime minister. It's the prime right, minister and the kidnapped right. princess. Right. Yeah. Okay. Same season, um, different episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're all good. Some of right. them aren't as good, but like so many of these things have basically become true like two years after they're on Black Mirror. Right. Like that's how close it is to what's being done right now. Like Yeah, I remember when Boris fucked that pig. That was really weird. 
I mean, to be fair, somebody's probably doing it. They just haven't released video of it because once you're a certain level of rich, logic doesn't apply anymore. That's right. You can still die on a submarine at the bottom of the ocean. Oh, I've been watching that closely. Too soon. I love the Titanic and I don't care for billionaires. Yeah. Did you see the picture of his son from the Blink-182 concert? No. I heard about it. Yeah, he even posted. He's like, it's probably uh, in poor taste, but my family would want to be would want me to be here because Blink-182 is my favorite band and they get me through dark times. Oh. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's going to inherit a lot of money. Uh, who's he the son of? Uh, the billionaire that was on the sub with his other son? Yeah. Yeah, he's son of a billionaire. Which, which billionaire? Uh, billionaire? I don't I think. The, the British or the Pakistani billionaire? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say British. No, it's not the British one. I don't know. Can we just start sending them all to the bottom of the ocean? We can, but we could probably find a cheaper way to do it. Yeah, I was just... I, like, I didn't hear about this until yesterday. Uh, I mean... I'm in the Titanic subreddit, and uh, um, what uh, Reddit aren't you in? Well, because when stuff happens and I go looking for it, and then it pops up, and then I realize that I really like the Titanic, and I know <clears throat> I wasn't already in this. Um, okay, so honest yeah. question for you, as a as a self proclaimed fan of the Titanic. Sure. If this opportunity were to present itself, that you could go in a submersible craft to the bottom the of the ocean. The answer is no. Okay. The the fear of dying underwater in the open ocean is like top fear. Really? So I'm oh, not okay. going to claustrophobia factors like pretty well too. Yeah, but like I don't want to be anywhere where I can't see land for long okay. periods of time. No, okay. just no. It's very interesting because you you are a fan of the Titanic. I am. I have That's probably a, why he is is because well, it's voyeurism. It's. I have a, a deep love for space. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to go to space. It's fair. I the would, Titanic was like when I was seven. Right. Titanic and dinosaurs were the two things I loved, and I still like it. I would rather get in a submersible go see the Titanic, have a catastrophe, and have the sub crush me and die, then I would go to space. That's a weirdly specific choice. No, I'm just saying, like, if I had to choose my way to die, my way to die is not in space. I oh, would... Are you, are you saying in this situation that you are going to be crushed by the water pressure, or you're going to slowly asphyxiate underwater in this tin can? Dude, if I'm slowly asphyxiating, I'm dying because I depressurized the sub myself. Yeah, but you can't because it's all bolted from the outside, which is... Bitch. Because there's a way. Like, they're banging on the sub. They think they are because right. they see, they're hearing noises. But they can't tell if that's their noises or not. Where there's a will, there's a way... And I would depressurize that sub before I suffocate to death. I promise you. 
Like, there is zero chance. Because that's why I don't want to die in space. Like, everybody thinks if you were ejected from a spacecraft that you would, like, in the movies, freeze and die instantly. That is one of the, the few things that Event Horizon got right. Um, you, you can survive in space without a spacesuit, but it is going to fuck you up along the way to death, and you are going to feel every single second of it. I've, I've often said that I would much rather die in a tin can at the bottom of the ocean because it depressurized than go to space. I have never heard you say this. Uh, say it's my family all the time. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's just a fucking, what a weird thing to say to your family all the time. Well, they, they often say, I'm going to kill you, Dad. And they think, well, I'd rather... No, we, we talk about these things as a family, like you know, why we wouldn't want to do things or this or that or, you know, whatever. And I'm, that is always my go-to comparison. I love space. We'll never go. Well, and it, it depends because if you're talking about the space where it's like all the, what they're doing now where they just kind of go up and hang out for five minutes and come back down, I mean, that's not worth dying over. That's, that's not space. Right. No, I'm, I'm talking like well, bare minimum ISS levels of not on earth i mean they're debating like technically if you were lost in space versus lost in the ocean this part of the ocean there's a better chance that they could rescue you assuming your, your whole thing hasn't blown up in space right yeah yeah there there would also be an infinitely greater possibility that they could find you correct because finding you is the hardest part and then right like, they've got submersibles on site now. Right. They can get them. Well, they have some. The main one is going to be in there tomorrow morning. They think they can have it set up by, like, 8.30 a.m., and then it's a matter of... Got to find them. If they can get... Basically, they're hoping that it's down there entangled on something and not... Because if it's already surfaced and it's just bobbing because they're fucking idiots, they've painted it white... Um, so they're going to die on the surface of the ocean because amazing. they can't get out. A fucking amazing. Yeah. God, we are, um, we are a dumb species. Well, because the thing is, like, they lost contact the other time because there was some journalist that was on one of the trips with them. And, right. Um, they lost contact. But then they got it back. So they probably just figured, okay, well, we lost contact, but this happens. And right. And we'll just get it back and continue on with their day. Right. It's also run by a Logitech Xbox controller. So there's that. I mean, but that is not uncommon. No, I, I that's been used a lot more in the military these days. So yeah. Uh, uh, there's submarines that are driven by Xbox controllers, like literal yeah. Xbox controllers. So. Yeah. I mean, is what it is, but I mean, everything there looks very much like they assembled it in their garage. Yeah. Uh, so the guy that does the show Expedition Unknown okay. uh, has come out and said, yeah, I had the opportunity to go 
not on this trip, but on a previous trip that this company did with this sub. And he was like, uh, after researching it, you could not pay me the money that the British billionaire has to get me on that sub. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it was a good idea all around. Like, apparently, uh, there are, there were significant development testing, um, concerns above and beyond, like what happens if everything just falls apart? Yeah. And they talked about like, apparently there's like seven different like shits broke systems that can kick in, but like, right. They were saying like with their track record and all the warnings ahead of time, like it doesn't seem like anybody paid attention. If, if, well, if, if they were lying about other stuff, Right. What makes you think those seven are going to actually work? Right. So, yeah, basically, if they're caught on something, they've got stuff that can get them to the surface if they can get uncaught, but a submersible might be able to do that. Right. If they have landed and, like, crashed into the wreck of the Titanic, it's pretty much over. If they're on the yeah. surface, they're probably going to die because I don't know that they're going to find them on the surface. Probably in not. In the next 24 hours. Because they said there's, like, a... I mean, it would the currents would drift a certain direction, but there's like a 160 mile path that they could possibly have drifted in this amount of time. <clears throat> right. And that's, well, 100, maybe 160 kilometer, but that is just insane. Needle in a haystack. And right. It's painted white. So good luck. Right. I mean, at some point, we need to start having, like, redundancy systems for, like, geolocation and things like that. Well, yeah, I mean, they can't use geolocation underwater for that type of stuff, like... Um, Definitely can. GPS systems don't work, certain other systems don't work underwater. So... Mm -hmm. Sort of. Certainly not at that depth. Well, yeah, like GPS, like general satellite-driven GPS does not. But like you can still get an internet connection provided you have the appropriate systems. If you don't have the appropriate systems, like one has to question like how good is your emergency systems? How they good is your internet service deprived? What's that? How good is your internet service provider? They were communicating through text message. That was how they were telling them, like, go this way towards the back, go this way, do this. Like, they would text the pilot, and the pilot would take them in the direction they texted them. Uh, okay. So That's... that was their that was their navigation, and once you lost signal, which they had done on previous trips, like. There was I'm going not really to, a backup. Just I'm going drive to around to get communication back. They probably have an iPhone and it hit with the automatic updates and it's just yeah. stuck there logging. But like they were over top of the wreck when they last pinged. So if they went down, they went down over top of the wreck relatively because they only would have drifted a little bit of a ways at that amount of time. Into right. the like they were pretty close to the bottom, so right. they would have probably 
falling all the way to the bottom. But if they can't ballast their way back up, then something's fucked up with their systems. But they're also down there with the CEO, so he may have been like, oh, well, we've done this before. Let's just keep on. Right. And then realize later on, oh, hey. That was the wrong guy to listen to. systems aren't working. Like, at some point, we have to stop putting, like, all the faith in in the CEO of, of these things. Yeah, I mean... At like, the same time, they signed a bunch of waivers that said death a bunch of times. And I'm like, sure, sure. But like, it, it wasn't like it's like astronauts back in the 60s. Like, death was an option. And yeah. It happened. We just didn't talk about it, but it may have happened. It certainly happened with the Russians. But like, Elon Musk is not a rocket scientist. Correct. Don't tell him that. He employs a lot of very fucking smart people at SpaceX. Um, yeah. Where where I work, you would never ask the CEO to come in and troubleshoot if something was wrong in the production. It's just not the way it works. Right. That person has zero idea how that system operates. We employ a lot of very smart people well, at the same time, like, this place was literally built to run this sub. Like, it isn't like they produce a product. It wasn't like they had to troubleshoot all the cars that they make type of thing. Like, sure, I still wouldn't take advice from him, but he could learn one system and know what it's supposed to do. He'd also know all the corners that he cut and should have realized, hey, this might not work. Right. But yeah, that has been like I'm checking in like hourly just to see what's up with that because very interesting. I cannot express my opinion on air because it would probably be a TOS problem. I mean, I get it. They're billionaires. They knew the risks, whatever. I'm thinking of it more as a even if they bring the tin can up with dead bodies in it, it's still an achievement. Yeah. Yeah. Like just to be able to be two and a half miles down and find a way to get somebody out of there and tow them out is an achievement that'll help in the future. So your, your sacrifice has been noted. Yeah. Yeah. And weren't the, point, weren't the previous ones uh, weren't the previous ones uh, on an umbilical? Weren't they connected? They were unmanned. Okay. Because yeah. if the umbilical gets caught in something, then you can you know, avoid it. Grab her arms, but also at the same time, like you're not losing life. If you I... get caught on the umbilical in the other thing, then you're. Screwed. I thought Cameron went down. Um, I believe he did. I don't know how far he went down. I, I mean, other people have gone down there, so clearly, like, yeah, it's happened, um, like in this sub. So, I don't know, but uh, the machine Cameron used was, you know, 
developed with his specifications and it was like a one person thing or a two person thing it wasn't a yeah you know five people in a tube and it was designed for you know six hour trip wanted no so you know it's a little easier to do that when you're not trying to bring four extra people to get all the extra money in there right like it was just cameron and maybe a pilot maybe not i don't know yeah I mean, this is like the longest slash shortest episode of Gilligan's Island ever. I mean, Gilligan's Island is only like 22 minutes long, so. Yeah, right. But they went for a three-hour tour. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I want to see him pull the tin can up just for science. Oh, yeah. It is, but like, either way, they'll probably not be able to do private tours anymore. Well, I mean, I this was, company won't, but yeah, it's international waters. There's no rules, so somebody will, but hopefully they'll at least have well, and apparently that'll ask more questions before they go down next time. Apparently, this company was warned about the fact that they were operating in international waters, and I don't know if it was their insurance or something else that they had, like, was null and void because they were in international water? Yeah, we know. Don't tell the billionaire. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I know, like, somebody blew the whistle on it, and they were like, well, you're not somebody we brought in to test these systems or to do all this stuff. So your opinion doesn't matter. Right. But like, yeah, like he literally has quotes saying like, they're too strict with their rules and regulations and everything, but also talking about how safe his thing is. He did an AMA on Reddit like three years ago. It's hilarious. Really? Like it's available still hmm. where he talked about it. But, yeah, I, it's one of those things, like, if Amazon's flight into space suddenly crashed, like, I don't think it would stop them. So, oh, God, no. This is one of those things where I don't think that it would stop them. <clears throat> they'll just find, they'll add in one extra beacon or something stupid and be like, oh, problem fixed. Yeah. Because, I mean there is a reasonable chance that they are just floating dead on the surface of the ocean in another day. And it wasn't yep. even underwater anymore. Yep. All else. You would think the cell phone at that point would work. Unless it's dead. Well, I mean, if it, if it died, you don't know why it died or why, what happened. Like, yeah. I don't know. They said they were still hearing banging as of a couple of hours ago in their press conference. So, from where? We'll Just see. underwater? They're hearing underwater banging, but it's like every 30 minutes. And it's basically that's protocol. If you're like in a sub, like a normal sub underwater, you mm -hmm. bang certain intervals and it can be picked up by sonar. Yep. Yeah, bang. Because if they um, 
like if it had imploded, like if there was a hole in there and it blew up, then there would have been some kind of seismic activity recorded by Correct. several different monitors that they have. So most likely it did not implode. Um, but beyond that, it's hard to tell. But apparently it does not have like a backup beacon. So if it were on the surface, there's no, oh, let's activate this beacon and they can find us. Talking more I can't fathom this. why, but. That, that costs money, man. I don't, I don't even think it's the money thing. I think it's just like that cockiness of like, well, much like the Titanic. We don't need all these lifeboats. We're unsinkable. Well, of course, because you're a submarine. I mean, technically, the lifeboats on the Titanic met the criteria at the time. It just, criteria at the time wasn't great. Yeah. Yeah. It always surprises me when I go look at the map, like how close it was to Canada when it sank. Like, relatively not that far. Right. Like the question, you, you always ask yourself, like, could they have, had it been less catastrophic? Like, had they, you know, uh, not sheared as much as they did? Could they, have, could they have limped or would they still have sunk? Well, if certain people had answered, like, the distress call that was sent out wasn't heard right. by the closest ship because they had turned it off for the night. Right. So they definitely could have saved a lot more people in that scenario. But yeah, it's just like when you listen to all the different coincidences and things that just happen to go wrong all at the same time, it's just ridiculous. You know why it all went wrong, right? Because they said not even God could sink it. Well, and I still don't think he did, because, you know. It was definitely the iceberg. Berries. No, no. It was definitely God. Maybe. And that's our last show, folks. <laughs> oh, come on. Could have been Neptune. Maybe Neptune is the one true God. I hear you. I hear you. Two fools rushing the pulpit. Hey, man, I'm just saying, at both of my parents' funerals, people told me I should be a pastor. Yeah. On the Titanic? No, just a pastor. <laughs> so apparently, and I don't know how true all this is, but like apparently they were saying that the thing plays um, like the Titanic movie soundtrack while you're down there, while you're floating around looking at the Titanic. Oh, so it's a suicide. Christ. Yeah, but... Um, like certain parts of the system were having to like reboot or something when they lost power. It was like re power cycling something. I don't know what it was. So somebody was made the comment that like technically they may just be having to listen to the first 30 seconds of my heart will go on on repeat if they're trying to power cycle through things while it just keeps restarting the CD because that's the first song on the CD. God, that would be so hilarious. It'd be so but, great. You know. Celine Dion kills another. Yep. The only thing that would make it better is if they would have painted 
rose on the door on the side of this thing. Oh, naked with the with the jewel and everything. No, no, just yeah, rose, like 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 they're his French girls. No, nah, I was just thinking Rose from the end of the movie being a selfish twat on the door. Well, I'm still in the camp that, like, they would have pushed the door down. Like, yes, they could have physically fit there, but weight-wise, I don't think they could have. They would have been both in the water. Yeah. They would have been floating on the surface, but they would have been... Both wet and both getting Both separate. sitting, yeah. Because I think they literally did do a test with the same door from the movie. and Was it Mythbusters? Mythbusters or nothing? It yeah, could have been. I, other Myth people Busters have done it too, it. but like... Um, Mythbusters busted it. And said that they could have fit or not? That they could have fit and could have float. Okay. Well, they did it with the actual um, props from the movie at one point. In yeah, the, it wasn't a whole door reason. either. And so... They did it that way. Like, yes, certain doors, certain whatever. I don't know what they use for their criteria, but the movie prop did not support both of their weights. It's because it's a movie prop. I get it. Oh, no. I'm not a door scientist. I should I play ask... one on the radio. I should ask some... Uh... Sciencey people I know that know about things like the density and buoyancy and see what they say. Well, the part of that's hard is you got to go figure out what, um, like, what door they had to begin with or what door would have right. been available because that's ninety percent of it is where do you start. Right. But hey, if nothing else, like it's one more thing they can visit on their trip down to look at the Titanic. Yeah. Here's the tin can. Here's the tomb of these idiots. I mean, it's kind of fitting. Kind of. Graveyard of safety ignored accidents. Yep. Um, I don't think I really watched anything else that would have been worth mentioning. Did anyone get a chance to watch Renfield? Yes, I watched it with Nicole and the boy. And? We enjoyed it. I loved that movie. That movie was so stupid, and yet so much better. It had no business to be as good as it was. And it surprisingly wasn't entirely Nick Cage. Right. Admittedly, though, he was exactly what you expected him to be in this. Yeah. He's been yeah. very good at doing exactly what he needs to be in a lot of his most recent movies and shows and whatnot. Like, he really leaned into Nick Cage in this performance. I I love when... He uh, he joins forces at the end of the, the film. That was just so beautiful. I loved it. The the actor they had to play uh, Teddy Lobo, like I don't know his name. I've seen him in in plenty so of many things. things. 
Yeah. And he's just always so funny in whatever he's in. Truly enjoyed his performance. I would like some of the Kool-Aid in that movie, though. You would like what? Some of the Kool-Aid at the end of the movie. I mean, I, I wouldn't say no. Yeah. Yeah, I, I truly enjoyed that movie. Uh, it was by far of the, the movie-type things I watched this weekend. It was objectively the best. Okay. I still, I still think the uh, the parody movie I watched Friday night uh, was really good. I don't know if I would say it's in the same class as Renfield, but uh, Avengers of Justice Farce Wars was was a fun time. That's absurd. It is a superhero and Star Wars parody at the same time. Okay. And it is just as batshit as you would expect when Shawn Michaels is playing a parody of Yoda. Like the professional wrestler, right? Uh-huh. Correct. Okay. Yep. Huh. Okay. Yep. He is he is the Yoda character. Uh like is he playing him as like a small person or he's just Nope. Okay. But he is painted green. Oh, okay. With, like, weird goblin ears for some reason. Sure. Well, I guess. You know, because... There's choices you have to make stylistically when you're, when you're doing something like this. They made a choice. I don't know if it was the right choice all the time, but they were choices. They kind of work. Well, I think a lot of that just depends on what you're hoping from the movie. If it's going to be full parody, full all the time, then you can make a few bad choices and it won't ruin anything. I watched the preview, said, this looks to be absolutely ridiculous. I'm going to watch it. I yeah. watched 87 mo minutes of a parody movie and got 87 minutes of a parody movie. Yep. Well, that's the thing. Like, I feel like way too many people think every movie has to be just Oscar worthy, right? These days, and it really doesn't. No. No. I went into I'm this. It's gonna be stupid, and you're gonna enjoy it. Yeah, I went into this fully expecting just something nonsensical in a good time, and it gave me that. If, if there were other expectations that I put on it above and beyond that, that would be my own fault. 
into the middle of season two of Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Sounds like the end of season one. Uh, it was okay. Um, exactly what you expected. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, because I, you know, I'm going into this blind, I kind of expected Sean Bean to survive and make it to season two. I oh, God, no. That's, that's... I didn't. I didn't think he was gonna last that long, but I was really surprised at that. I was really surprised that spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Sorry if I'm spoiling something that's ten years old. Um, I don't know how I have lived my entire life and no zero spoilers about the show. Yeah, um, it's a little weird. But I mean, like, if you just never cared at all. Yep, pretty much. Probably avoid it because most of the spoilers were in articles about it or right. discussions about it. And I was really surprised that they killed Jason Momoa's character. What did he play? Uh, Cal Drogo. Oh, uh, God, I forgot that was him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they kind of had to for all the rest of the stuff that was going to happen. Right. I mean, it, his death made sense. I just, that was more surprising to me than... Than her rebirth? Uh, yeah, yeah. Her rebirth and Eddard Stark biting it in season one. Um, I now have a new most hated character on the show. Is it Joffrey? Uh, I, I mean, I've always hated him, but... Like, I thought he was a whiny little weasel from his first moment on screen. Right. Um, no. I mean, uh, the actor did a fantastic job of making oh, him yeah. most hated. Like, yeah, he, not fault him at all for that, but he did have nope. to quit acting for a while after that. Yeah, totally, like, totally understand why. Uh, I think we're, like, an episode or two after uh, he got his name day present. Uh, was that Shay or was that something else? That was the the prostitutes that he brutalized. Well, forced them to brutalize each other. Okay. Um. No. Uh. Rob. Um. Oh, Rob's your new favorite. Fucking hate that kid. Oh, you hate him. Yeah. Cannot. Yeah. Robert Stark. Uh, he was with the Stark family, but he was not a Stark. He was the Iron Isles kid. Oh, oh, oh. no, that's Theon. not no, Theon Rob Greyjoy. Theon Greyjoy. Uh, Rob is the Rob is the uh, eldest Stark. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry, I got the names confused. Yeah, okay. Theon. Theon yeah. is he's piece he's shit. hated. He's hated until you love him. Nope. Well, you're still probably gonna hate him. He's not. He doesn't get that much better. No, but he does. I mean, he's a little. He tries. He tries it. a little bit at the end. How's that? He he tries to make up for the fact that he just betrayed the people that took him in and treated him mostly. Well, they took like him in as a hostage. They, they yeah, they took him in as a hostage. They took him in basically sure. to keep the Iron Isles in check. Sure, but it's not like he was treated shitty in season one. Like, um. 
I don't know if you would follow any of this at all, but his sisters, Lily Allen, who's a singer. Yes, yes. And they tried to get her to play his actual sister in the show. Ooh. Just not great. That would have been, a, the intro scene would have been a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the uh, Baratheon brother that, that gets murdered by the the shadow child creepy thing. That was that was kind of sad. I oh kind of liked that character. <laughs> Who uh, is that? I don't remember. I remember the shadow thing. It was so it was like the two Baratheon brothers that were still alive were going to duke it out for going to okay. King's Landing to take it. Because Dennis is the one that lives. I don't remember the right. other one. Robert was the one that was the king previously. But Yeah. Dennis, uh, the other brother was the one who was lovers with uh, the, the Flower Knight. The Knight of Flowers, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was a fool to think he could take the throne. Well, yeah, he was. He's a fancy boy. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fancy boy. But the way that crazy chick spawns the thing in the cave, and I was just like, the fuck am I watching? This is weird. Oh, the, the Lady of Light? Yeah. The God of Light, I think, is what she worships. I don't forget what it is. Yes. Melisandre? That's the one. That's her name, yeah. Haven't watched it. Haven't read the books in years. Don't know why I remember her name. Yeah. She's weird. I don't you know. know what I, got there, but yeah. I used to know all these names, and then it's been a while. No, uh, I'm a little... I'm a little disappointed at the the lack of uh, story development for Daenerys so far. Uh, oh, I know the last episode that we ended on because it actually ends with her uh, at the the city in the desert, and she's arguing with the the thirteen. Okay. Yeah, in the books, like there was a long period of time where she was just on ships or doing this or doing that and wandering and like yeah her, her book story was also super fucking slow yeah i am uh i'm excited to see what uh what the little guys turn out to be Yeah, because in the books, when she tries to take people across the sea, it's like, yeah, they're not seafaring people, and all their horses don't like being on boats, and this is a terrible journey. I think it's, uh, wait, she's in a desert talking to 13, the 13 other uh, horse guys? No, the the thir the council of 13 that rule that weird city. Oh, the banks, yeah. The banks. No, banks. Not that. That, that, that's a different one. Yeah, like the the horse people, like all the. Um, there's no horse people. Is she bartering for uh, 
entrance into a city. Okay. With the Council of Thirteen outside the city gates, and she's mad because they said that they would receive her and her people, and the guy counters with, uh, but we did. See ya. And then uh, the the kind of mouthpiece of the 13 is a dick, and then the other guy steps up and slices his hand open and invokes some rule shit and is like, nah, they're they're coming in and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's kind of cool. That actor looks familiar. Is she there to get troops? No. Okay. She's literally... This is the first place they go uh, after Cal Drogo is dead. Oh, okay, yeah. Her story's not super interesting uh, yet. I don't even remember what's happening here. I know there were several, because there was one, like, place they tried to get into that was, like, the holy city of the horse people type of thing, but... She doesn't really become uh, a factor until she acquires the Unsullied. Yes, and that was what I—that was the the scene I was referring to. Because uh, if you're there, that's that is when I fell in love with her. That's no, I fell in love with her when she confronted the other uh, the other um, horse lords. When she showed up in representative Cal Drago. And they just belittled her, and and she convinced them. Yeah, yeah. Because that was that was fucking awesome. <laughs> that is her greatest power: being underestimated. Yeah, and flame retardant. Spoilers. Well, she's wow. mother of dragons. That's how she cracks. That's how she at uh, hatched the eggs. Yeah, on Call Drago's funeral pyre when she walked into it, and the other guy was begging her not to. Yeah, that was that was a bizarre thing. I'm kind of liking his character. He's kind of a tragic character, yeah. I mean, he obviously loves her, but right can never right be be I, with her. I think he's kind of cool. I also uh, he hasn't been in a whole lot of scenes, but uh, uh, you guys were right. Uh, Tyrion's champion is just a delight. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. I also like uh, Veers. Is it Veers? Varys. Uh, Varys. Yeah, I like him too. Which one's Varys? The bald eunuch. Oh, I don't like that character. You'll like him more later, I think. Yeah, you'll like him later when you realize, basically, I mean, there. I mean, there's certain people in court that are good, honest people that are not trying to fuck everyone over, mm -hmm. but they have to play so many games just to survive the game. They kind of have to sell I mean, their soul. I like him better than I do the Lord of Coin. Like whose name I can't remember. Uh, uh, Littlefinger. Littlefinger. He's yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah. That, yeah. I hope. I hope he has a a great on well a terrible on screen death that is is uh, befitting such a shitty character. It's fucking earned. 
Okay. Good. Um, I, I, I will say getting... And, and you won't see it coming. Uh, getting yeah. there is going to be real challenging, though. Yeah, it takes I mean, a while. To be fair, in the book, like, the whole point was he was lowborn and just worked his way up. Yeah. I, so. I, I can appreciate that he is... He, he is the uh, stereotypical bootstraps character. Yeah, he's the working man's noble. Who's yeah. also eventually a child rapist. Well, he probably kind, still right now, but... Kind of, kind of got that. Oh, do you mean the, the actor or... The character. Okay. Well, yeah, Dylan's, I don't know anything about the actor. Dylan's comment had me thinking like, wait, what? No, no, no. I mean, like, I think he was a terrible person prior okay. to them showing him being a terrible person. I think, like, in the books, yeah. like, I mean, that might have been applied earlier. I don't remember. He runs a brothel, uh, and he just always, in all the brothel stuff, comes off as a super creepy dude. Well, because he is, and again, super earned. Okay, Ron's awesome. The hound is awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Do they get in the hound's backstory at all in the first season or two? Uh, uh, they talked about how he got the, the fucked up face. Yeah. Yes. Okay. His brother's a psychopath. Has the mountain yeah. shown up yet? Uh, I mean, yeah, he killed the dude in the jousting thing, lost the Knight of Flowers, okay. uh, was there when Eddard... Uh, was taken into custody and all of his people were murdered. Um, I mean, he's been around. I mean, uh, you guys made it sound like he gets recast. I don't. Uh, I don't think so. I think he's the same actor the whole time. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the 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 Night's Watch guy that was taking Arya back to Winterfell. He just died. That was kind of sad. Uh, the, they they come to get the bastard, and he tells them to go fuck off. And then they came back to get the bastard and shot him with the crossbow, and he proceeds to just fucking murder a bunch of them before they kill him. Uh, that describes like 50 scenes. Yeah, uh, honestly, most of the Night's Watch stuff I just checked out of. It was See, not a storyline I enjoyed at all. I mean, I, I liked some of it, but they were all kind of bastards or... Yeah, second. and they were all backstabbing each other and fighting to... I, I want to be king of the shithole. Yeah, what the fuck? To be fair, like, they were all also sent there because it was punishment for being a thief or being a whatever, so... yeah. It's just, hey, you can just not die and get set here instead. It the guy that shields Ario when Eddard gets beheaded. Uh, this, the guy's teaching her swords. No, yeah, he's gone before the, that. The guy that catches her in the crowd and makes her not watch, and he holds her tight so that she can't watch it happen. Yeah, I vaguely remember the scene. I, I can't picture who that even is. Um, yeah. Is it Mormont? 
Jorah Marmot. That might be who it is. I'm looking at the cast and I'm like, well, fuck, none of these people look like the, the characters, so I don't know. Yeah. Is he from the Bear Isles or have they not mentioned that yet? No, Mormont is the dude with uh, Daenerys. Um, yeah, but he was in... I thought he took the black. Maybe later. Well, he's... Previously. The person yeah. he's talking about would have to be in King's Landing. Right. Yeah. But Jorah Mormont doesn't... I don't think he met him until later, but... Maybe I'm wrong. Let's see. Is that I don't know why Mormont was over. Is that episode nine when Eddard dies? Probably. They like to do everything in episode nine of the seasons. It's like one of the few reasons why I know the word penultimate is because they use that in every article that ever talked about seasons of Game of Thrones. So there's Arya, there's the Hound, Tyrion, there's Bronn. Oh, no, it is Mormont, I think. No, no, he's too old. Yorin. Yorin. Thank God for his in-character, but not Game of Thrones character IMDb picture. Uh, the actor's name is Francis McGee. He's just a grizzly Night's Watch guy. He was the guy that went and rounded up all the new recruits to bring him back. I don't know. I, I found his his death to be uh, sad, but uh, a satisfying end for for the character. Okay. Oh. Okay, but he's with Mormont, just not. Okay. I mean, I vaguely remember what it was. He was just there recruiting. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so that's all I've watched. That's fair. Um, I think everything else, like, I've just, we rewatched stuff to go to bed too type of thing. So, like, not anything new. I started watching a show on Paramount. Really? What one? Uh, Tulsa King. How is that? All right. So you're not going to believe me when I say this, or maybe you will. I don't know. Uh, 
Sylvester Stallone has a greater acting range than I realized. I'm not surprised. I'd be willing to believe it, but I would have to see it. Yeah. Uh, because I am two and a half episodes. I'm two and a half episodes in. Uh, and there has been a just surprising amount of variety to his character. Okay. Like he he's a mob guy, so of course he's a hard ass. Sure. Uh, Makes sense. But. There's also moments of bread. Like, there's also delightfully. It, it's a comedy series at its heart, but it's got some drama. Really? It's got some drama to it. Oh yeah, like. So I did not get that from the previews at all. Oh yeah, no, it's it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, so okay. like the the whole premise of the show is built on the idea that 25 years ago, he went to prison for his boss. And didn't say a word kept his fucking mouth shut for 25 years and okay he, he's he gets released from prison and he goes back to the family and it's just like hey y'all i did 25 years for you fuckers where's my party right uh and they're like yeah so about that you get you we're sending you to tulsa cool and, and so it's it's absolutely a sort of exile because there's no place for a capo who's been out of action for 25 years. Probably and, not. Right. And so, uh, and like, this is all in the, and, and the episode, none of the episodes are an hour long. The, the first one is the longest and it's like 42 minutes. Okay. Uh, and so he gets to Tulsa, starts getting himself set up. Uh, the cabbie that drives him from the airport he by the end of by the end of driving around with that guy day one he has hired him on and has him as his kind of personal driver slash valet okay and that that character is fun but like day one they're driving around and he sees the dispensary and he, he has the guy stop and then he goes in and strong arms the dispensary what? A, me a medical marijuana dispensary he goes in and does the whole you're going to pay us protection money thing. Uh, and it is exactly okay. as ridiculous as it sounds because the, the dude the whole time is just like, it's legal though. Why do yeah. I need you? Right. And then finally he's just like, do I have any kind of a say in this? And Sylvester Stallone sticks his hand out. He's like, absolutely not. Wow. Okay. I mean, a lot of times it wasn't the protection just so they wouldn't burn the place down. There is that Pretty as well. Much, yeah. But like, I, I don't think many of it was like, we're protecting you from X, Y, and Z. It was just. Yeah, we're not protecting you from the law. We're protecting you. You're going to pay us or we're going to come in and rob you every day. Now, the, the, it, it sort of ends up paying off and he's kind of developing a relationship with the owner of the dispensary. Okay. And then they go, they have to, they end up going out to meet the dispensary's supplier, who is also a local. Uh, and it is 
uh oh my god i can't remember the character he played he was on fear the walking dead uh the kid that was in no uh, uh, this, harry potter no no this is an older guy um oh black guy or white guy uh neither the hispanic barber uh, dude yes oh okay yeah, the guy that was actually an assassin or something. Yes. Yeah. He he is the uh like he runs the the pot farm. His character's fun. Like again, I'm two and a half episodes in. It's delightful. Uh like in the first episode, he uh like Sylvester Stallone's character also is, is just like he goes to the only bar that he's familiar with. And there's a bunch of women there having a bachelorette party. And they're like, he's wearing a suit because he's a made dude. And that's just how you dress. Uh, and he's just sitting at the bar enjoying a drink. And these women keep coming up and kind of half harassing him because they want to get pictures with him. And or just want him to hang out because they think he's famous. Uh, oh. He ends up taking them all to a strip club, which is fun. Uh, I had to make the boy leave the room unnecessarily as it turned out oh i did the good parent thing like it's panning across the side of the building i see a sign that says live nudes and i'm like boy get out of the room turns out didn't need to no they had clothes on huh. zero nudes he ends up uh, he ends up hooking up with one of the ladies from this bachelorette party or whatever. Uh, and then after, after they've Please done, me it's a and then still no nudity, uh, which I think is great. Cause he's 76. Yeah. Uh, and so then that come his age comes up and she, the, the lady freaks out. Cause I, I think she's in maybe her forties okay, or late thirties. So she freaks out and leaves. Uh, uh, and then in a later scene, it's revealed that she's an ATF agent. Oh, that'll be a problem. I don't know if it is though, cause they've hooked up again and she got him out of a jam. So that might not be a problem. But it, it is so it far... might be an inroad. Maybe, but so far it is a fun show. Uh, and I am, I am enjoying what I have seen. Uh, and I'm kind of excited now that I finally did check it out because it, it was recently renewed. Or, well, I cool. guess recently as, as in the last November. But... Has it been out that long? It Jeez. has. <clears throat> Like a last summer thing? Yeah, it, it was like end of summer, or maybe early fall. Hmm. Was it released weekly type of thing, or was it just dumped? I don't know. Okay. I don't know how Paramount does their streaming releases. This is the first stream, streaming show I've watched on there. I think a lot of them are... They're doing both, just depends. Like, I, I was watching the Scream movies, and the really old Scream movies, I don't know why, had just fucking terrible video. 
I would expect that from the first one because I thought the first one was shoestring budget kind of thing. Well, it Is that like 1996 or like the original it it all comes down to the original format of the first two movies. Right. Uh, and so it's like periodically there'll be just uh like hard scene transitions where the video freezes. Hmm. I don't remember that. Right. That doesn't happen in, in any of the movie, uh, but it does happen. Well, it, it did happen when I was watching it, it with the first two. Hmm. Interesting. think that's all I watched. I've been playing a lot of Diablo. Are you enjoying it? Right now, but I'm alternating with baseball, so... Um, I have two level 50-plus characters, which is... Okay. 50 is... 50 is the, the cap. Soft cap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a, a druid and a necromancer, uh, 52 and 51, respectively. Okay. One of the uh, guys at work what is... using to level the Druid? What? What, were, what kind of format were you using to level the Druid? Uh, uh, I'll send you a link to the build I was using. Okay. I'm doing like a pulverized one now, which is like the Werebearer stuff, I think. So, I don't know if that's good or bad, but... Uh, I'm using a build I got off Icy Veins. One of the guys at work is in the 90s now. If I had stuck he's... with a single character, I could probably be close to that. Yeah. He's, but like, he is like super no lifing it. Oh, yeah. I ain't doing that shit. Yeah. He loves it. Dylan, it is funny. I, I'll, to... I'll just drop it in the group chat, D. For sure. It is funny to see some of the people that are not Diablo people who have picked up the game, who are finding out that they they bought the seasons and uh, you don't get to use the same character in the seasons. They're they're very unhappy about that. I'm like, well, I mean, I I I can understand their frustrations. Uh especially like the streamers who are getting involved who <coughs> literally had no idea what to expect. Um, and they're like, but I don't want to do that. There are, there are thankfully uh, a, a handful of things that carry over into the seasons. Right. But you don't have what, to do seasons then? stuff, right? Seasons is the game's equivalent when you of a battle a pass. Character in three, it, it, when you created the characters in 3, it asked you if you wanted to make a season character. Right. But, like, if you have a character that you're playing, you don't have to, like, stop playing them, right? You right. Don't play in the season stuff. 
yeah, you won't be able to play in the season and collect any of the season rewards or any of the other seasonal stuff. You have to use yeah. a seasonal character for that. Right. Now... Oh, I'd have to, like, start a new character just for the season? Yeah. What's good in the season? Like, is the seasons worth doing, or...? Um, they I, have special armor sets and shit. Yeah, there will be unique uh, full sets of gear, uh, probably some co cosmetic stuff. I'd be shocked if there wasn't some mount-related stuff, since there are mounts in the game. Yeah. Can you use your mount? Like, I don't... I know there's a quest I gotta do, but I don't know... Okay, so the, this is what I actually wanted to tell all of you over the weekend, because I didn't find this out until I was halfway through leveling a character and was super annoyed because I had to stick with that character. You don't get access to the mount until about halfway through Act 4. Right. Okay. So... If you are looking for an easier time traveling, focus on the main quest. Which is probably what I should be. I was I went back and I was like, okay, I need to focus on the main quest, but like I keep running into side quests on the way to get back to the next spot for the main quest and just doing those. So, I I would say if you can like if you come across a side quest that does not take you out of the way at all, do it. Otherwise, stick to the main quest. The quality of life from the mount transport is so important. Okay. It does seem like it's going to be that way. So because the, the the like the mount has a little I don't know like you're kicking it or whatever to make it go faster, and when it's doing that, you can run through packs of mobs and not have to deal with them. Okay. Yeah, well, and one thing I I had heard is that instead of the rifts and greater rifts, like you have to actually like travel to the dungeons. Yes, they are all over the map, and the map is right. kind of huge. Okay. Like, I, I didn't understand what purpose a mount would serve, having played three. It's like, the, right. it's like I, I guess, but no, this is, the map is huge. I mean, okay. you can teleport from town to town and get closer, so that helps, but... Yes. But you still have to make it to the town, unlock the transport thing. Yeah. It's still an ordeal. It can be. I don't know. I think I'm only level, like, 34 right now. Something like that. 33. Okay. My necromancer is arguably, of the two, the better high-level character I have. I would like to get it, and I'm hoping to get it here in a, in a week or two. Still have some other things got to take care of first. I bring the party with me. You what? I, br I bring the party with me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven, twelve. I have twelve undead things with me. Okay. Are so with the necromancer specifically, like. Is it 
Um, are, I'm assuming that all of your your minions are AI powered. Yes. Okay. Um, do you have any ability to like direct them at all? Um, limited. Okay. I'm just like. The only real experience I have playing a necromancer in anything like this would be Path of Exile. And playing a necromancer in Path of Exile is So you you don't actually have to have any of the any of the summon stuff. Uh you can forego having the summon stuff and have some sort of a passive stat boost. Okay. Uh but like the skeletal warriors, the first one that you get you have three different yeah. flavors that you eventually have access to. Okay. Um, skirmishers, defenders, and reapers. Each one of those has two different options for how they function. And then a third one that you get if you choose to forego summoning them. Like if, if I choose to forego the skeletal warriors, my options are increased crit strike chance by five, uh 15% non-physical resistance or 15% increased shadow damage okay but i would rather have the reapers with their uh 15% chance to uh carve flesh forming corpses oh okay because i i am playing a hybrid build that is it's it's full of summon stuff, yes. Uh, but I also still blow up dead bodies. Okay. And uh, talking to a guy I work with, uh, there's apparently a unique item uh, that I, I can get when I finally get myself to uh, the fourth difficulty. Um, okay. That will turn uh, the corpse explosion ability into a homing missile. Oh. So have you seen the screenshots of what they're calling the rarest item in the game? No. So there's apparently some helmet that has really good stats, and then all of your skills in your skill tree get plus four. Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. People are falling all over their cells to find it. Uh, so far, across all the various platforms, there have been three confirmed drops. Okay. Um, I was just excited the first time I killed the butcher. Okay. Isn't he the first major boss? Uh not in this yeah. he he will randomly show up when you're in a dungeon which means you do not have the ability to prepare for him and he can also show up when you're in the middle of fighting other things it's the best Ooh. he moves real slow hits like a fucking freight train and if you aren't careful uh can two shot you nice uh, but I got lucky with my uh, necromancer, and he couldn't get through the swarm of bodies to get to me easily. So I was essentially just kiting him around my pack. 
and they beat the shit out of him. It took a real long time, but I was finally able to do it without dying, and that was what I cared about. Yeah, nice. here there's a lot of fights that just can last real long because you can not die easier than you can kill stuff. Yes. Uh, I had another one that lasted for, uh, let's see, Nicole went in to read to the boy. Nicole came out from reading with the boy, and I was just finishing up, and she'd been gone for almost a half hour. But that was when my build was shit. It had incredible survivability, but could not put out damage. It was fun when the trash was out healing me. Wait, what? The, the trash? Out healed yeah. me. Like it was out healing my damage output. <laughs> that's that's brutal. Uh it was. I mean, it was not normal trash. It was like souped up. It was trash that was souped up because one guy had an aura that was healing everybody. Oh, okay. Uh, but it, he was moving around and essentially keeping all of the trash in that aura. So I was I was only able to finally get things moving uh, by waiting until absolutely everything was on cooldown and burning all of my cooldowns at once to try and make any headway. Okay. And I I eventually got lucky and was able to kill a couple things that were not inside his radius of health. And that was just enough to level. And the like damage pulse from leveling took out half the pack. Okay. Yeah, everybody keeps telling me I should play a sorcerer, that I'll have a lot of fun playing a sorcerer. So if I do the season stuff, can I use that character for anything else or no? Uh, after the season, it will be converted into a regular character. Okay. Yeah. Then I might consider that for my next character, because I did get the season thing with the game that I bought, and I just... Didn't know that was a thing I had to do specifically. Yeah, I got the first, like, the there were two different upgrade options. I looked closely at both and got the cheaper of the two. Because there was, there was one that was significant, or well, maybe, maybe it wasn't significant, but it was definitely more expensive and didn't have anything that, to me, was worthwhile. Okay. I think it was extra season levels or something. Was what That's was. what it was. It was like I don't, I don't, I, I'll, I can get those myself. I don't care enough to. Right. No preference. Sorry. 
Um, yeah, I'm going to Origins tomorrow to look around, see what's there. Okay. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. Did I send you a message about the the book? No, I made it. It was an alien RPG. If it's yep. under thirty, yeah, thirty or under. All right. I know there's there's always a couple of those weird booths that are there every year that have discount stuff. So yeah, I'll check. And if it's under thirty, because it's like you know, like at the Benton Dent booth, I don't care. Okay. I I I am not opposed to owning Benton Den books. No, that's fair. <clears throat> and then I was gonna try and find I looked up the size of the Sentinels cards, like the boss cards, but Yeah. Um, they were measured in millimeters, so I'll have to go see what that equates to sleeve-wise, if that's a... Oh, shit. I know what I'm looking for. Okay. You can tell me, but then throw it in the chat as well. Yeah, uh, sleeves. For Sentinels or for something else? Uh, it's gonna be for... Like, I mean, it's, it's for the not-enormous cards in Sentinels. Like the tarot sleeves, or... Uh, no, those weren't even the priority, like the regular size cards. Oh, just the decks. Yes. Um, but I have a brand that I've become partial to. Okay. That, uh, and it's that one that was down from us the year we were there, that Legion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I love their sleeves that because they are both good quality and inexpensive. Yeah, seeming they're running the same specials they were before. So, uh, so yeah. So if those are there, uh, let me know, and we'll work something out. Okay. Uh, if you can get me like some sizes, that, or they're standard size. Let me. I've got. I actually kept. I've got. I think one unopened package somewhere, or the package from one of them somewhere. I just need to find that. Okay. I kept that yeah. specifically to have the uh, the size. Pretty sure the bulk of what I will be buying will be stuff that I find that's just like the super discounted. Here's the last two we have in stock things. Well, I mean, I'm also interested, you know me, I'm also interested in weird discounted stuff too. Yeah. There's enough stuff that's like, I found like some commander decks that were $5 last year. Like, yeah. Oh, Okay. I will yeah. do that no matter what. But it was like two decks. But also five dollars. So <laughs> time. Yeah. All right, we're an hour and a half in. We good? I think we're good. I don't know. Well, we have dice to chuck and an adventure to improv. You mean you don't have an elaborate plan? Okay, so uh, this doesn't spoil anything. I spent 40 minutes trying to design a monster today. 
mm-hmm. uh, because I started creating it and I was like, this isn't working. So I rotated my screen, it reset the page. So it, th- that was after about 10 minutes. So I made a second attempt. Uh, uh, and then I doesn't matter what happened, the page reset again. So I, I tried a different, a different method to create this monster. Made two attempts. When it was all said and done, I'd spent 40 minutes trying to create this thing uh, and had absolutely nothing to show for it. Uh, so hmm. I know what it is. I know what it does. I know how it does it. Uh, we're just going to see if I can remember it all should you encounter it. Okay. <laughs> because I, I eventually gave up. So speaking of designing things, uh, before we hop off air, I ask if we want to talk about this off air or, or on air or off air. I had a uh, weird uh, stroke of inspiration over lunch today. And I had an idea for our for the basis of our Pound on the Cob adventure. Okay. Didn't know if we would want to do a quick pitch on air to see what you guys think about it. Go for it. Or, okay. <clears throat> so it's barnyard theme this year. Ne- uh, yeah, neon barnyard. Yes. Uh, in keeping with the idea of, you know, just truly bizarre things that we've had uh, at, in the dungeon for Con on the Cob, uh, I was thinking this year we come at this from the idea that everybody is playing a barnyard animal. Okay. And anim, what is it? Anamorphically? Is that the right word? I don't know. Say word. Maybe. Uh, and so, like, I was thinking because, you know, we have a reputation to uphold. Uh huh. As as those guys, that no one knows about. No, no, we we have a reputation at Con on the Cob. With a very small group of people, we are very popular, Ray. Yes, and by everybody, they know us as the Chicken Guys. Correct. Everybody's going to play chickens. We find okay. some. We find some like. CR1 or so bird stats from 5e, and we use those as the basis to then, like, create player class type characters as chickens. Um, like real chickens or people chickens? Uh, chicken people. I, okay. I believe would be how I would describe it. More more chicken than human, but you know, chickens have hands. Some, yeah, yeah. Can grasp swords or other such implements of destruction and wands and various things. I mean, we could also, in the same vein, literally just do the raid deck as an encounter. You can still God. get your chickens. God damn you, Dean. 
I mean, it's still chickens. No, no, no. That's where I was going with this. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's exactly what I was thinking too. I'm like, we should tie this into the rain deck. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well then I think we're all in agreement. Okay. Well, there you go. So we have the boss. No problem. Yeah. We basically have everything. Uh, we just, you know, need to take some time and connective tissue. Yeah. What each of our our chicken heroes uh, are. I mean, well, they're probably going to need to be themed. Yeah, and we're going to have to name them. You know, like Kung Pao and the Reverend. Yes. Yes. Or not. And then the other ones can be the minions in which we encounter on the way, too. Yeah. Because thematically with the raid deck, you end up fighting stuff in the free range. Correct. Okay. We are all on board with my dumb idea. So that makes with me. The Reverend to be a healer that's really bad at healing. Yeah. He only reincarnates you as a different rooster. I mean, yeah. couldn't he just be a necromancer? That's what I was just going to say. He could be a necromancer that just thinks he's really good at healing. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you look like you were dead and I brought you back. I'm so good at healing. Yeah. I mean, I kind of figured Schwartz would be some flavor of barbarian. Yeah. I mean, sure. Come know, power fighter. Like would fit, so. Or monk. Yeah. Sword master. Yeah, it could be a Kensei. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah we could definitely get this hashed out on uh, yeah, Egbert, the, the wizard. We'll record a bonus episode sometime to use like we normally do. Yeah. Okay. Well, well Kung, po, Kung Pao has to be one of the uh, uh, heroes who played just because thematically it's Kung Pao versus the general. Yeah. The promotional art I did. Yeah. <laughs> nope. This all seems like something we are capable of. Cool. It's one of the few things we're actually good at. Yeah. Hey, yeah. the wife will be there this year. It'll be real. Oh. oh, no. She always brings the party down, man. She is yeah, just well, the worst. She She's just the worst. Honestly, she'll probably just go take a nap while we're out doing stuff, but. I can't I can't wait to drag her to the 2D6 show. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I I was actually thinking So Dylan, I was wanting to talk to you about this. I was thinking maybe we could get a hotel for two nights this year. Um do you need my like the wife and I already have a hotel. Oh, okay. okay. So if the business wants to do another one for two nights for you three, then <clears throat> I think we're fine. Cause like I said, I've got two nights. So if we do two nights on everything else, I think everything should be good. So you I, think of like Friday and Saturday? I was thinking yeah. Friday and Saturday because they, like there is consistently no, been, there's consistently been stuff Friday nights uh, the past few years that I would wanted that I wanted to go to and we and couldn't because we had to leave. Right. Yeah. Plus, like it's one of those things where 
half the con is after the con. Right. Yes. Basically, it's just a giant collection of people that want to hang out together. Party. Play D&D &D all night. Right. Random stuff. Like, doesn't even have to be fancy stuff. It's just, you know, go down to the atrium and play some D&D &D on Friday night. Right. We could even do our thing on Friday night instead of Saturday if it means more people show up and we're not running up against the concert and everything else. True. Because the, the big thing that I would want to go to on Friday night is, uh, and this may be surprising, uh, karaoke. Um, I didn't know they did karaoke, so I'm surprised only for that fact. Yeah, the girl behind us runs it. Oh. Is she going to be there? I would assume so. Okay. Well, that's fun then. Cool. Um, I mean, not fun as in I wish to participate, but I will show up. You won't sing? I generally don't. I, I mean, I cannot name you a song that I would be good at singing, so... It's karaoke. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think being good at it is a requirement. Yeah, well, I don't drink that much, so. We'll yeah, see. funny that, uh, like, me staying there the extra night, uh, this is this is me now, not me three months from now. Uh, but at this moment in time, I feel like I maybe need another person there if I'm going to stay an extra night. So if, if, if nobody else can do that, that's cool. I'll go with one night. Okay, well, like I said, I'm sure I can't. I can with both nights regardless, so... Now it just means Ray gets to sleep in a bed instead of the floor. Right. Woohoo! And uh, we'll be good. But yeah, like, I'm sure I can barely drink and still be fine. Yeah, we've got time. That was my, that was, okay, unrelated to Con on the Cob, but that, that was the one thing that sort of freaked me out when I was watching Tulsa King. I was by myself. Second episode was starting, and immediately before it, they had some commercials. And one of the commercials, you guys always make fun of me for, my, for the things that I drink. And I get that. I've accepted it. Uh, but the one of the commercials, and it was like a minute-long fucking commercial, was for Smirnoff Vodka Pink Lemonade. <laughs> which is which was we my go-to. just serve you Pink Lemonade. Uh, walk I, around and pretend you're drunk. Uh, I, I drink lemonade and it it's enough to fool me. Okay, then yeah, you can but it was, and walk around with your lemonade but, and nobody will know it's not liquor. Oh, but it was it, it was just uh, like I I started to get twitchy by the end of that ad because that was my go-to for a real mm. long time. Like since it since they released that particular variety. Wow. Because um, it mixed with really anything that I would mix it with. All right. Wait, was that the flavor of the vodka or was it? Yes. No, that was that was the flavor of the vodka. It was a like a lemonade flavor that had this pink color to it. Okay. So it was either that or Fireball. Ugh. You aren't wrong. All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week and more planning. We'll be one yeah. week closer to the con. Indeed.